Welcome to Awakening the Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christian Strang, and welcome to the month of March. This is your March Oracle reading, and we have a surprise for you, a treat, something we've never done before. You know, I love that so much. So welcome. It is 3-3 on the day that I am recording this, 3-3-3. So we have the powerful energy of three with us. This is the number for the divine, for God, for the holy. This is also my birth month. Uh, so March has a special place in my heart. And your oracle reading for this month surprisingly comes from our new book, Love Letters from Mary Magdalene, The Untold Tale of Her Life, Love, and Legacy. But let me tell you, this is not a traditional oracle. I was not expecting to use the book in this way. As I'm looking out the window here, there are two geese, which I have never seen, uh, right outside my window by the river. Amazing. So I actually had a one of my coaches ask me about this recently, and she asked, can we use the new Love Letters book by Mary Magdalene? Can we use this as an oracle? Well, it wasn't created as such, but I suppose you could. And then today when I was tuning in and asking Source herself and my higher self and my spiritual team, what is the message that those in my email swirl and that are in my podcast swirl, what's the message they most need for the month of March? I was guided to open to a page in our new book. So if you do not yet have Love Letters from Mary Magdalene, The Untold Tale of Her Life, Love, and Legacy, you are missing out. This book is so extraordinary. I have been receiving emails for the last two weeks telling me about folks' journeys with it and the shifts that they're experiencing, the clarity they're experiencing, the tears they're experiencing, the love and the expansion that they're experiencing from reading her love letters. And Mary Magdalene says at the start of this journey that her intention is that those who take in these love letters receive an activation to the path of the Holy Beloved, the path that Mary Magdalene and Yeshua walked. So I'm super excited for all of the amazing love stories that are going to stem um, from the activation of this book. And of course, through March 8th, I have amazing bonuses for you. You get a prayer treatment to unite with your beloved when you post a review on Amazon. You get a behind-the-scenes book club with me. So I'm going to be revealing what went into writing this book, this this book took me the longest to write of any book that I've ever written in my life out of the 11 books I've written. And there are reasons for that. And I'm excited to share some of the stories about my experience of working with Mary Magdalene in this capacity and bringing through her story with Yeshua. Of course, those of you that have read the book, you know, there are so many reveals. She does not hold back. And there's so much insight for all of us for our path. Now, this isn't just like, here's what Mary and Yeshua did, you know, allegedly 2000 years ago, we know the time, the calendar, um, and how uh, his story is recorded is all, you know, jumbled and compromised. But for lack of a better um, framework, roughly 2000 years ago, Mary Magdalene and Yeshua were here in their final incarnation on earth. She talks about, you know, others who claim that they're Mary and Yeshua that are here on earth now, because you know, there's some of those out there. Um, she really talks about it all. And it's so powerful. So let's get to why we're talking about this today. 
she has a very specific message for you. And I could not believe the, um, the page that I turned to here. The message is so perfect. And so for my coaches out there who are asking, can we use this as an oracle? Oh my goodness. Yes, you can. And it's so amazing um, how this works. So I'm going to share with you, we opened right to um, the middle of a love letter that was about the boat to France, the boat that they took to France when they left Jerusalem and went to France. And there was a specific chant they were doing. And so this is actually where the Oracle reading the message for you is for the month of March. So remember, what I'm asking is, what do you absolutely need to know so that you can rock this month of March? You can live your highest timeline in the month of March. What do you need to know? What actions do you need to take so that can happen? And so here we go. I'm going to go ahead and share this with you. And I invite you to take a couple of nice deep breaths. Make sure you're um, somewhere where you can just close your eyes and receive. Of course, if you're driving or doing something that involves having your eyes open, <laughs> then keep them open. But if you can, just allow this transmission to wash over you and notice as I'm sharing these words, what specific imagery comes up for you, what moves in your body, what pings in your body as I share this with you. So here we go. Yeah, I'm seeing some of you may even want to place both your hands in the center of your chest, activating that sacred heart. You know, we're taking our power back around the sacred heart. Of course, we never lose our power, um, but there are aspects, holy aspects of this life journey that have been debased. They've been polluted. They've been hijacked by the church and by other entities that are not of the highest light. And so we get to reclaim them and restore them to their natural state of the light, which is something we do with the sacred heart. Nice deep breath here. May all light beings ascend while in their bodies, just as those before them have. May it be so, may it be so, may it be so. And so it is. It is so. It is so. In gratitude we pray, in love we know, it is. So we cuddled, we prayed, we chanted, and in general we set the intention and expectation for our most joyous second chapter of life in southern France. We did not know exactly where we would land at that point, nor how we would create this whole new way of living a way that we wish to share and to set into motion as our legacy of light. That's a wonderful thing about being on earth, don't you think? I know you often suppose it isn't, but the fact that you never really know how it's all going to play out is exciting. It's exhilarating. It's part of the fun and part of why you agreed to incarnate and come to earth. We had our divine guidance, we had our intentions, we had each other, we had faith. But the rest, the rest is and was up to the divine. In every step on the path of your life, beloved one, allow yourself to be divinely guided to what's next for you. Taking those actions and then seeing what doors open, what's next, where are we going to go to? We didn't know we would leave our homes and never return right then and there. 
but we received divine guidance to reach out to Pontius to create, excuse me, a deal that would honor all parties, that would be the win-win for everyone at that time. We had our vision. We knew a new way could be created. We knew Southern France had the energies that were right for this, but we didn't know when or how it would all transpire. So what did we do? We simply took that next action step to meet with Pontius, and before you knew it, we were on a boat to southern France. And so, beloved one, in your life unfolding, I say to you, get over needing to know how it's all going to play out. Just get your next divinely guided step from your prayer and meditation time. Like that punctuation we just got there. I was not expecting that. I'll say that again. Just get your next divinely guided step from your prayer and meditation time. And then take that step. And then rinse and repeat, I believe is the phrasing of your time. Yes, keep repeating this over and over again. And maybe one day you'll find yourself on a boat to France, never knowing what lies ahead, except for a vision you've been shown that says it's going to be glorious. And it truly was glorious in all the ways, big and small. In all my love, Mary Magdalene. Take a nice deep breath there. So you are being asked, you are being invited to, in this month of March, let go of needing to know the results of all of your actions and all of your activities and all the things that happen in your life. And you are asked to honor the divine guidance that you receive when you receive it, to take a step forward and then detach from outcome. This is, of course, a high vibrational, high level way to create anything in your life. And Mary just gives it to you in a love letter. And her and Yeshua exemplified it. And earlier in that love letter, she shares about how they got on the boat to France and all of those things. But I don't want to spoil her. I don't want to spoil um, all of the juicy details. So she gives you a really incredible, beautiful example of what it looks like on earth in the midst of a crisis scenario. Right? So this was not like, yay, we get to go meet with Pontius. You know, people in Jerusalem are calling for Yeshua's death. There's like, there's a lot of shit going down. It could be perhaps one of the most stressful times that they might have gone through. But even in that, they applied the spiritual wisdom of honoring the next steps that were known to them, reach out to Pontius for a meeting. They honored that and then let go of outcomes. So this, this is the invitation for all of us. You know, Mary and Yeshua are guides assisting those who are called to their light because they actually did it. They did what we're doing. They were on earth. They were dealing with all kinds of energies and influences and experiences, and they were committed to the path of divine union with themselves, with God, with each other. And so, so is within is without, right? So, you know, why do we even have a beloved? Why is that even a path? Because first the union has to come with ourselves. Now you can say God lives within you. So that's happening with you and God. And then you have the manifestation of the realization of the physical experience of unity with another human soul. So everything on earth, for it, to, uh, for it to make any difference, 
has to go from the spiritual energy, the non-physical energy, to the physical energy. So that's the natural creation progression. If you think about even creating a child, creating any vision, creating anything that you're called to create, it starts as an idea, it starts as a non-physical energy, and then in order for the full experience of it, you have to experience it in physical form, and that's why we have our beloveds, that's why we have our divine counter parts, the other half of our soul, whatever terminology and whatever pathway around romantic relating and partnership that you're drawn to, because there are, depending on what dimension of consciousness you're in, you're going to be called to certain types of relating. But this, this experience that Mary shares in this love letter is such a perfect experience for all of us to hear about because they aren't just in the etheric realms talking about, oh, this is how you create. They actually did it here under adverse circumstances at times. And so that to me is the proof is in the pudding, right? <laughs> all these terrible cliches, they always come through me. My spiritual team always brings me these hilarious, cheesy cliches. But for me, I'm not interested in listening to some guru pontificate about blah, 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 esoteric wisdom. I'm not, I'm not interested in listening to anyone talk about esoteric wisdom, blah, 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 blah. I want to know from beings who actually unified with source within themselves and then with their holy beloved and then how they navigated earth doing that. That's interesting to me because that's someone who's done what, what I'm trying to do here on earth. So I love the practicality that Mary Magdalene gives us in Love Letters to Mary Magdalene. And I love the reminder that she just gave you and me and all of us for the month of March to really, you want to create anything. You want to create anything in your life. Go sit your butt in meditation and prayer to whatever energies you're called to, whatever your belief system is, doesn't matter. Just go sit your butt down in meditation and prayer and start there. And then whatever the next step is, and maybe it's go make yourself a freaking power shake. You know, maybe that's the next step. Maybe the next step is go take a nap. Maybe the next step is write this piece of whatever and submit it. Doesn't matter. Just whatever the next step is, you take that next step and then you let go of outcome. Because in the human control mind mechanism programs, there is this, I want this thing, and then I want this thing, and then I want this thing, and then I want this thing. But why? Why do you want any of the things that you think that you want? You really just want to enjoy your experience on earth. That's actually what you want. It really isn't about getting the things. Thinking it's about getting the things takes you on a journey. We just want you enjoying the journey more. I know it's again, so cliche, but it's what you're here to do. Really show up for every present moment and surrender your attachment to outcome. You don't know why you're taking that action. You don't know what result it's going to yield. And in fact, that's the best way to be. You know where we really, where things get really sticky and when folks really have trouble creating is when they're so sure that they know exactly what they want. That's when you really fuck yourself up. Is <laughs> when you think you know what it is that is next for you and then you are like a bulldog to make it happen. It just can't happen. It's too, the, too, the energy is too fierce. It's too, it's too 
it's, it's repulsive to the creation and happening. So this is why you hear all this all the time. And you've heard me say this. You hear all the time people are like, yeah, I wasn't even trying to create this, but it happened. You know, I was never trying to do this work. I was never trying to do this podcast. <laughs> I was trying to do, I was trying to do radio, but like music, you know, I was never trying to do this podcast. I was never trying to be a healer. I was for sure never trying to channel anything. I just wanted to write books. But when we, it has to be this way, then it just can't be. So that's why you have to detach from outcome. That's why Mary and Yeshua did not know what was going to happen from that meeting with Pontius. They didn't know what was going to happen on that boat to France. All they knew is here's the guidance we've received. Here's the next step. And we're going to follow it and surrender, follow, surrender, follow, surrender. And just like she said, rinse and repeat. Now, how do you know which next step to take? You sit your butt down in meditation and prayer. You get your mind quiet. You synchronize your breath. Tap out cortices to get the left and right hemispheres of your brain balanced. Because what happens when the left and right hemispheres are balanced? Look it up. Check it out. Talk to the yogis. Look at the Sanskrit. Guess what happens when the left and right hemispheres of the brain are balanced? Your higher self can flow through you. The body can operate in the way that it needs to. That's why I tell folks, you got anything going on with physical body, mental body, emotional body, tap cortices a million times. Just keep tapping cortices. Just let's get the left and right hemisphere of the brain balanced. That's just like basic energy medicine that anyone can do. You can go to my YouTube um, and look for the cortices video. Super free, easy tapping tool that anyone can use. So get yourself quiet get yourself balanced, get your superfoods in so you don't have any garbage flowing through your body. Get yourself in a nice space and stay there until you know the next action to take. Anytime I get stuck, I go, well, I'm just going to be sitting in meditation until I get unstuck. Going to get quiet, going to keep balancing the left and right hemispheres of the brain, going to cleanse the body. And the next step will arise. And then you detach from outcome because you want to say you're taking this action. Mary and Yeshua could have been like, oh, we're meeting with Pontius and here's what we're going to do. And here's what's going to happen. They couldn't do that. They, they demonstrated to us. You cannot do that. It won't. It doesn't work. Then you find yourself on a cross, right? Then you find yourself somewhere else because you've tried to control all the pieces into what you want them to be. So we just want you to, they just got on the boat. Okay, let's see what happens next. This is what we were shown in our vision. Let's see what happens next. No projecting of I'm going to do this thing and it's going to lead to this. Because then you leave room for all the magic, all the miracles, all the ways that you want to surprise yourself, all the ways the divine wants to gift to you. The divine wants to surprise you, wants to delight you, wants to knock your socks off. There we go again with another terrible cliche, but that's the truth. That's what God, goddess wants to do. But they can't do that if you're like, no, this is the very thing I have to do. And this is how it has to be. And this person needs to be over here. And this needs to be over there. And, and I need to do this. And this person needs to show up like this or something you might do if you know about the control mechanisms. Oh, those big entities will never let me do that. Oh, that'll, that'll never be possible. I did not necessarily want this book published on Amazon. I haven't published on Amazon since 2019. 2018 was my last self-published release on Amazon. I didn't want to do that. 
Because what's my story? Amazon's huge conglomerate. They don't want the light of source coming through there. But guess what happened? I followed the guidance that Mary Magdalene gave me. And then what happened? Number one new release. We're still number one in mysticism. Since, since February 12th. Also, my plan was that this book would come out on my birthday and also Yeshua's alleged birthday, 323. Guess what happened? I made a mistake and it accidentally published on 222. I wasn't even trying to make that happen. That's, that's what happened when I made my mistake and then Amazon software did their thing and then they're like, oh, it's publishing on 222. And if you try to unlist this or stop this, then it's like a whole thing. There's like a penalty and whatever. And so, okay, here we go. I'm not ready for a book launch, but here we go. All my stuff is ready in March. What they wanted to happen, Mary and, and Yeshua and the team wanted it to happen in February. So that's what happened. I had to let go of all of my stuff about Amazon and the control operations. And what happened? We're number one in mysticism, number one in New Age channeling, top 10 of women's inspirational spirituality, number one in goddesses, of course. Thank you, Mary. So amazing. Then our paperback became number one in karma Buddhism. She does talk about Buddha. So I'm like, I love the shout out to Buddha. Thank you. Wasn't expecting that. But if I had stayed with my story, oh, the control mechanism is not going to allow this light. I had left no room for magic from the divine. None. Because I, I would be controlling it, right? And I was trying to control it. Okay, it's going to come out on Yeshua's birthday. It's also my birthday. This would be great. Beautiful. No. No, no, no. Mary said <laughs> it's coming at pre-orders on 212 or 211. And it's going to go live on 222. And there's nothing you can do about it, Christian. So hold on. Let's go on a ride. So we take the next step and we surrender our attachment to outcome. And when we try to control we get stressed, we shut down, and things don't go well. So you don't know how good it can be for you. And I've been saying this for what? I've been doing this for 15 years now. Okay, you don't know how good it can be for you. But let the divine show you because they want to show you how magical, how amazing, how miraculous, how much better than it, that it can be. Back in the day, I used to be able to, when I was in the fourth dimension, I used to be able to um, control my manifestations, meaning I would say, this is how many, um, this is how many people are going to join this group. This is how much money I'm going to make from this thing. This is how many books are going to sell. This is, I'm calling in my next boyfriend. I'm calling in my next lover. Like I would just, bam, bam, this is what I'm doing. This is like 2012, right? It would come right in. When you ascend to a different level of consciousness, so a higher level of consciousness, fifth dimension or higher, if we're going to even work with it that way, we can, you know, label things and we like to create structures, but I give you that example, just give you something tangible. Once I got into a deeper connection with the divine, that went away. And I had to do exactly what we've been talking about here today, which is learn to surrender attachment. And now it's totally different. I honor the guidance, surrender, honor the guidance, surrender. And it's so much better than when I was controlling and, con and controlling the outcomes and being like, it has to be like this. And it is so much more exciting. Just like Mary said in her love letter, it's exhilarating. 
so many outcomes you never could have seen coming so many so many expansions that you could not have possibly have imagined for yourself and it's so much fun so Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for being here on the earth at this time in consciousness. Please spend the month of March as Mary Magdalene is inviting you to do so. Being in prayer and meditation, taking the next step. She also talks about they set their intentions, right? They Okay, we want the highest outcome to take place with this meeting with Pontius, but we don't know what that means. So there's nothing wrong with setting intentions. Yeah, this is important. Sorry, Mary's like, we got, we got to go back to that. Nothing wrong with setting intentions, but the intentions we want to leave room for the magic. So I want the highest outcome to take place in this meeting. I want, um, I'm trying to think of something that I say, oh, a very important for me, you know, whatever, whatever, I'm not going to control all the amounts and all the different things and what it looks like, but I have to live in a state of joy in a state of luxury. This is important to me. This is what I'm calling in. And then however you want to deliver that to me, you can deliver that to me, right? So that's an example of how you can work with the energy. I want to experience the deepest love that's available on the earth. Okay, let's see what And now I'm going to go sit in meditation. That's my intention. So you keep it general and open. I want this meeting, this connection, this travel plan to be the most joyful, the highest vibrational. Um, I want it to surprise and delight me. And okay, now I'm going to follow the next step. I'm going to make this reservation and then I'm going to get on this plane and I'm going to say hello to this person and, and let the unfolding unfold. So it's totally okay to set intentions. You want to be clear in what you desire. And of course, we want the best outcomes every time. But say that before you do something, my intention is that this has the highest benefit for all involved, not trying to control the specifics of the outcomes. And then you surrender it to the divine and let the divine deliver it to you. So Mary's love letter here, this is uh, the love letter, which number is it? This is love letter eight, lost at sea. I thought it was the boat to France, but it is Love Letter 8, Lost at Sea. So you can go back, revisit that, and connect in with the experience that Mary and Yeshua had of actually doing this. Right? This is not esoteric, blah, 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 coming from someone sitting on a cloud or on a cushion <laughs> telling you what to do. This is like, we actually did this. Here's what worked for us. You might want to try it out. All right, my loves, if you would like to get your own copy of Love Letters from Mary Magdalene, The Untold Tale of Her Life, Love, and Legacy, you can go to Amazon and get it. Type in Heather Christian Strang. You'll see all my books come up. You can also go to sacred-spirituality.org, and I have a button for it on the homepage, so you can click right to it if you'd like. Um, also, we have special bonuses for you, as I mentioned, through March 8th. So when you purchase it, forward me your receipt. I've got a Sacred Heart Heaven on Earth meditation for you. Super yummy, blissful 46-minute meditation. Leave a review. We've got a prayer treatment that I'll do just for you to assist you in uniting with your beloved. And if you're already in a relationship, the intention is to allow a deepening of the sacredness and the soul the two souls that are in that relationship. And when you share about the book on your social media or with your email list or you're texting it, I've got folks forwarding me texts that they're sending to their friends and family. 
You'll get to be a part of our sacred book club Zoom that is taking place on 3.30, and you definitely want to be a part of that because we'll have lots of behind-the-scenes details for you, and also you'll get to ask your questions, and we will answer them. All right, that's available through March 8th, so that's coming up. Make sure you take action there. Thank you so much for listening. If this podcast episode was of benefit to you, please consider liking, subscribing, commenting, wherever you're at, whatever platform you're taking this in at. Do all the things you can do. Forward it to a friend. You know how this works. We all, we all are assisting each other and shining the light ever brighter, ever wider. Thank you again for being here on earth at this time. I'm sending you so much love and so many blessings. And as always, I'm your host, Dr. Christian Strang, and this has been Awakening, the podcast.